Do you want more energy and less cravings? You might be on a blood sugar roller coaster. A lot of times when we're not balancing our blood sugar with the foods that we eat and the way we live our lives, we end up with lousy energy and those cravings to dig into candy or snacks throughout the day. Or maybe you need to work on lowering your blood sugar numbers. Maybe you've been to a doctor's appointment recently and you were told that you have elevated blood sugars or prediabetes. Or maybe you struggle with the inability to lose weight and body fat. At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group, plus you can try it out for free with a one-week free trial. Join the April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge as we work to implement a new blood sugar balancing hack every week in April. The challenge begins on Monday, April 1st, 2024, and is a 30-day month-long challenge. We will focus on a new habit each week to habit stack and create a better blood sugar balancing routine, focusing on more protein, veggies, vinegar, and movement. Each one of these hacks is designed to improve our metabolism, create better blood sugar balance, improved energy, reduce cravings, and work to lower overall blood sugar numbers to improve our blood work too. Join the challenge to have support and accountability with the other Goal Getters members along with guidance from your registered dietitian, me, Brittany. Join the Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge by joining the Goal Getters group with the link below in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to actually set goals that will set you up for success on your health and nutrition journey. Honestly, I see people go about goal setting all wrong all the time. Learning how to build realistic and achievable goals is a really valuable skill that can actually provide a really great sense of accomplishment no matter where you're at on your health and nutrition journey. So I'm going to walk you through the steps that I walk my clients through in order to set their goals. So first, we have to understand your motivation. Like, why do you actually want to lose weight or improve your health and nutrition? Maybe it's because you want to keep up with your kids or grandkids. Maybe it's because you want to get off medication. Maybe it's because you don't want to get on medication and your doctor said that if you don't get things together, that that's the next step. This question of understanding your motivation might sound really simple, but it needs to be answered fully to understand why you're starting this process in the first place. Plus, when you're faced with different challenges, this is the answer to the question, uh, or the answer really to this question is going to be important to help you push through. 
Number two is really to be specific. And this really goes along with the whole SMART goal method. If you haven't heard of the SMART goal method, this is what I teach my clients. It stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-oriented. So we're going to kind of walk through those things throughout our conversation today. So tip number two is really to be specific. So you really want to make sure that we're clearly defining your goals rather than setting vague target goals like, I want to lose weight or I want to get in shape, or I want to eat more fruit and vegetables. We want to work on diving deeper into building a specific and measurable objective. Like I want to work on making half of my plate vegetables at dinner, or I'm going to run a 5k race in three months, or I'm going to drink half of my body weight in water five times this week. Like the more we can define what the goal is, the more likely we are to actually set up a plan to achieve that goal. Tip number three is really keeping things realistic and achievable. We want to aim to set those realistic goals that align with your current lifestyle, your capabilities, your health status, and we just want to make sure that we're not just always trying to look to control the numbers on the scale um, because we can't control the scale ultimately. We can control our habits though, and that's why I want us to make sure that we're always setting habit-based goals, which is why I hate the goal of something like, I'm going to lose weight this year, (laughs) or I want to get in shape because it's not um, defined enough for us. So we also want to make sure that we're just setting attainable targets that are going to lead to a sense of encouragement and not disappointment and discouragement. So that's why we want to look at achievable goals. So for example, if you tell yourself that you're going to go to the gym six times a week, okay, that sounds nice. But if you can't realistically see yourself doing that, check in again and see how you can shift that goal to be more achievable because maybe you don't have childcare six times a week to be able to go, or maybe your significant other works late and that's not going to be feasible. Or maybe you're really tired by the end of your day and you need to go home and make dinner and all the things. So like you have to make sure that we're setting up an achievable goal. Um, so six times a week, may be a little out of reach but maybe we try and set a more achievable goal by saying, I'm going to make time for movement three times this week to start out. Tip number four is really adding a timeline. So we do want to try and think about setting reasonable timelines for achieving each of our goals. So again, instead of saying like, I want to eat more vegetables, that's a great goal, but it may not actually make sure that you're eating more. It's not something super measurable. So instead, we would want to add time to this. We want to be a little bit more focused and direct with this goal. So instead of just saying, I want to eat more vegetables, vegetables, you can say something like, I will eat um, two cups of vegetables for dinner three times this week. So much more defined of what you're actually going to be doing and you understand the commitment that it's going to take to you know, make sure that you buy a certain number of vegetables, that you plan to eat those vegetables, and that you can actually execute that goal. Tip number five is to really build an action plan. So once you've identified your goals, now it's time to actually outline the steps that you need to reach them. So this plan might include things like meal planning or scheduling in your workouts or, you know, really identifying any emotional or stress factors that impact your eating habits at night or during the day. 
So remember that we want to regularly revisit and adjust your action plan as needed. And this is exactly what I do inside of the nutrition coaching program. And this is also what we focus on inside of the goal getters group is really, again, not just setting a goal. If we go back to that example of I'm going to eat two cups of vegetables for dinner three times this week, again, it's going into, okay, we actually have to plan our dinners for this week so that we can make sure that we plan for those vegetables. And then, okay, we need to add those vegetables to our grocery shopping list. And then, okay, we need to plan a day that we're going to go grocery shopping. And then we need to plan a time that we're actually going to prepare those vegetables and a little, um, thing that I have talked with clients about before where it's like, okay, great, Brittany, I'm going to make roasted, roasted broccoli, um, for dinner this week for my family. Okay, great. So they buy the broccoli, the broccoli goes in the refrigerator and sits in the bin all week because they forgot about it because they didn't plan what day they were going to make it. And you know what? It just was honestly too cumbersome to wash it, chop it up, and then prepare to roast. So we can then revisit that action plan and say, you know, I know you really wanted to get the fresh broccoli from the farmer's market, but you didn't actually go and cook it. So maybe it's more feasible as like a good baby step to let's buy frozen broccoli that's already cut up. And then all you have to do is add a little bit of oil and seasoning to it and pop it in the oven as opposed to having to like also wash and cut that and prep that. So that can be a way to incorporate. So frozen vegetables are one of my game changing things when it comes to increasing um, the vegetable intake of my clients. So that's just one example to make sure that again, we're adjusting your action plan as needed. Tip number six is really to track your progress. So maybe you keep a journal. Um, you can use, oh my gosh, there's so many great apps now too. Maybe you're even using the notes app on your phone or a habit tracker. I love the habit tracker app. I personally use it. It is amazing. And again, just something where you can kind of see all your progress in one place for easy reference and you can um, again, maybe you're tracking your goals on there, like you're trying to get in your vegetables every day, your water, and you can check those things off. Or maybe you're using something like a paper habit tracker, which I actually provide inside of the Goal Getters Group, a document that you can just print out and then you can fill it in yourself and kind of color in the days that you did or did not meet the goal. And again, it's just so important when we're trying to build new habits to actually have something physical that we can look back to and see our progress. And things like the apps are really nice because it can have built-in timers. And as a reminder, so many of my clients use this to remind them to drink their water throughout the day. And again, it can really just help make sure that you are assessing your progress um, each week. Tip number seven is really to be flexible. So first of all, I preach this all the time, but weight loss is not linear. Uh, achieving our health and nutrition goals is not always going to look perfect. Uh, I would not expect it to be because life can throw us curveballs, right? So we need to be open to adjusting our goals as needed while maintaining a positive attitude and mindset, you know? So for example, if you ended up not getting to go to the gym three times this week, like you planned, maybe it's okay. Even though I was planning on doing a 30 minute workout, I'm actually going to only have time today to go on a 15 minute walk outside after dinner. Great. We need to be flexible. And sometimes we just need to know that we can pivot 
and something is better than nothing. We have to do what's best for ourselves and for our goals. And when we feel like, okay, we can kind of resume focusing in on some of those um, more high level goals, like going to the gym, then we can do that. Right. But all I see way too often that people just kind of throw in the towel and then they're like, well, I can't go to the gym, so I'm not going to work out at all. And it's like, well, that's not benefiting anyone. And learning to pivot and learning to manage those challenges, which is exactly what I talk with my clients on inside of our coaching calls, but just like, Hey, okay, this is what happened. Maybe we need to figure out a plan B, a plan C for that goal so that we don't get frustrated and give up on that. Instead, we just need to know how we can learn to be flexible. Tip number eight is to stay accountable. So you have to have a good support system and just in order to stay accountable with your goals, whether it's a friend, a family member, a coworker, or inside the goal getters group, which is our private accountability group for all things, health, nutrition, mindful eating and weight loss, you know, and just being vulnerable about your goals so that other people can help encourage you and support you. And, you know, for some people, the accountability of having regular scheduled meetings, like, in the one-on-one nutrition coaching program is very helpful because then they know, okay, I'm checking in with Brittany every week, or I'm checking in with Brittany every other week, or, you know, we're getting on a video call or we're doing email coaching, whatever it is, you know, when you know, you have that person, that checkpoint person to check in with, to, you know, talk things through with even when you have a challenging day, it's so helpful for you to just continue to be motivated and encouraged on your journey. Tip number nine is to celebrate non-skill victories, okay? So again, I see way too often people just really focusing way too much energy and focus on the number on the scale. And weight loss is not just about the number on the scale. Our health and nutrition is not just about the number on the scale or the size of our body. I truly believe in health at every size. And we do need to know and acknowledge and celebrate the non-scale victories, like having more energy, like sleeping better, or, you know, wow, I made a super nourishing meal today and I feel really good. Or I was able to get that workout in or that walk in, you know, and keeping a record of these wins are really fun to reflect on. And it can be really great to see like how far you've come in certain areas. This is another thing that I'll have my clients put in on their habit tracker of being able to celebrate a non-scale victory every day. And celebrating those non-scale victories also helps us rewire the brain of, okay, our old self maybe wasn't very active. Our old self maybe didn't include a lot of fruits and vegetables, but by celebrating these non-scale victories, we are helping rewire our brain and have that new brain conditioning and changing our identity of, I am a person who feels really good when I go on a walk. Oh, I am the person who can get to sleep at a reasonable hour to get that seven and nine hours of sleep every night. I am the person who can be regular about meal planning. You know, all of those things are so helpful to, again, motivate and encourage us and to show our progress. And finally, tip number 10 is to stay positive. So 
we have to embrace that positive attitude, also have self-compassion, giving ourselves grace throughout this journey, being kind to ourselves, remembering that there's always going to be setbacks. They're a natural part of any process, right? If you hold a job, you've probably had tough days and good days in the job. If you're a parent, again, there are going to be tough days and better days when it comes to being a parent. But the more effort we put into our goal setting, the better we're going to actually position ourselves to achieve long-term success. Because at the end of the day, we just want to focus on becoming a healthier and happier version of ourselves. So I really hope that you learned more about goal setting today and just how important it is to set the right goals. And if you feel like you really need help with setting your own goals because you are wanting to focus more on your health and nutrition, I would love to help you. Feel free to check out the link in the show notes to fill out the coaching application on my website and I'll reach out to you to set up a free discovery call where we can talk more about you and your goals. I hope you found this information to be helpful and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.